All righty. This is episode six of the Hef Trivia Pod. Welcome back. If you've uh, made it this far, sorry about the hiatus. Um, not that any of you were begging me to make one, but uh, decided let's get back into it. Uh, we've been on a nice little break from sports. I got a couple uh, guests with me tonight. I got the challenger. You may know him as Dress. You may know him as at Daily NBA Stats. Uh, he goes by Dress, though. So, Dress, you want to give a little intro about yourself before uh, you know we get started on the podcast? Yes, sir. Well, I'm Dress. I own an NBA account. I'm a junior in college, and my major is journalism. And uh, yeah, let's get the let's get ready to roll. Hey. Thank you for joining us on this uh, kind of boring night. A lot of boring nights lately without our favorite passion between all of us. Um, but thank you for joining us. Um, and uh, yeah, I got my champion here. Uh, you may know him as at Old Takes Exposed, uh, Freezing Cold Takes. Uh, some people know him as Fred Siegel. Um, he also has a new account that I'm going to ask him to go a little bit into in his intro. But Fred, if you want to give a brief intro before we get started. Yeah. Um, my name is Fred Siegel. Uh, I am here in, to defend my title. Um, I uh, that's that's really just about it. I'm excited to defend. <laughs> yeah. Uh, how many times have you won? I can't even keep track. I think you won episode two, three, four, and five. Yeah, I mean, I can't even count anymore. It's too easy. <laughs> You're running out of hands to put these rings on. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, well, we were in the pre-show a little bit, uh, kind of one of our shortest pre-shows ever, but Dress had an interesting question for Fred. So, Dress, if you want to ask that question to Fred and uh, take, take, take the host title away from me for a few seconds. Absolutely. I was just um, wondering... Um, how did you wake up one day and decide you wanted to create this account and how it's been so successful? Well, I, I created the account just like one day. I, yeah, I use Twitter a lot. I use um, all, the, all the type of social media platforms. I just saw all these. I used to see all the journalists and the media say how they got this one thing right. And I just remember they got it wrong. So I just decided one day I was going to make the account. And I didn't really make the account expect, like under the expectation that there's going to be a big account. I just meant to, to create it just to like troll people. <laughs> I mean, just like, a, you know, for fun. But uh, it, it, people liked it a lot. Um, I did it for like two months three months and then um and then sports illustrated like found it or something and i wrote an article about it and then it became real big after that it got a lot of publicity after that so it just kept going but uh i just you know it, it wasn't something that was thought out very hard or there, there was a lot of thought to it i actually did it like the moment i thought about it so quick just, uh, oh yeah. Yeah, yeah i just had a quick follow-up so that's all obviously really interesting did you make that newspaper art yourself where uh the original the og um avatar art uh, for uh no Expo. someone made it for someone made it for me 
Um, <laughs> really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> what? The, Do you know the, who that person is? No, I don't. Um, I well, I was working on a website with somebody, and yeah, I started the old take freezing cold takes website, but I couldn't keep it up because I was in. I was working at the time, like 10 hours a day. So, what? but the person who helped me make the website, like, um, they paid for the web page and then they were going to like split whatever it costs with me. Um, mm-hmm. they, they did it. Wow. Uh, it was my idea to do the newspaper, but like they did it. So, um, so I don't even know who it was, who, who the person was who made it. Um, one more question for you, and then I'm going to turn it to Dress about his daily NBA stats account. One more question, Fred. Uh, you've had a lot of a lot of run-in with Barstool Sports. Uh, mm-hmm. How much of how much involvement have you had with them? Have you been on part of my take? I don't really follow it too much. No, no, I've never been on that. I was okay. on one of the shows one time, um, KFC KFC Radio, uh-huh. KFC Radio. But at the time, like. <laughs> It was I was in September. I had been in New York for Good Morning. I was on that Good Morning football show. Yep. In, I remember uh, that vividly. Yeah, yeah. We, in, we talked about it. In September, it was like September 2017. And uh, KFC KFC Barstool asked me to be on their show. So I went I went over to their place, their office. I don't know I don't think they have the same office anymore, but I went over to their office and did that show. Um, but they, th- that same show doesn't really talk about sports anymore. I think they're like more about comedy and stuff. Um, pardon my take. I, I, they do these things called like, they do these award shows, like at the, in like the middle of the year. Um, and they ask me every year to give them the, uh, like the, the, some of the takes, I think it's like the takes award. Um, and then to, to help them find a lot, to, to give them a lot of takes to, for them to use on the show so that I do, I do. Uh, and then they talk about how I help them on the show and it helps my feed. So, so that's good. Um, I do that wow. for them every year. I, I don't, uh, I mean, I, 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 I interact with those guys, but I don't really end up, I'm not really on their shows very often. No, no, but I have been on before. I think I've called, they've, they've had me come on the radio too. A couple times, like okay, I, I so have a radio been... show, but I'm not. But it's just like a regular radio show on XM, but not PMT. Something. No, I've never okay. been a guest on that show. No. So you've been a guest more on Hef Trivia Pod than PMT. So that just goes well, yeah, to show. I never, I never been. <laughs> never been asked. Oh wait, yeah. I was gonna say that's just an easy uh, demarcator on which show is better. Whoever gets mm-hmm. the actual Fred Siegel on more and doesn't just use him for the takes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, well, thank you for coming back on. Uh, so, Dress, I know you started at Daily NBA Stats, but I did notice uh, you kind of taken your own little hiatus um, because the season kind of also went suspended. Um, you started that this year, and it's kind of blown up a little bit. Uh, can you go into what led you to making that account, similar to what you wanted to know about Fred? Oh, absolutely. Um, so, basically... On on a regular night basis, I was tweeting about uh, my favorite players, um, Damian Lillard, LeBron, um, Luca. I was tweeting about them, and because uh, Paul George was hurt to start the se- um, the season, but a lot of people know I'm a big Paul George guy, 
And uh, one of my friends texted me and he was like, um, you know, why don't you just start a page? And he started doing it like all over the NBA. And I was like, no, like I don't have um, clout like that or not a lot of people would back it up. But um, I started it and it started going well. So me and a couple of other friends started it, but then school got in the way for them. So I started like taking control and um, yeah. It's been like that since, so it's it's pretty good. I love I love it. I love um, learning about what other players do around the league. You know, like for example, a lot of players were saying how Sabonis was the worst All Star, but if you've been watching all season long, you know he's been really really good, and mm-hmm. he's like one of the top like um, most improved player candidates. Uh, one more question: Do you think he's more qualified? That like, do you think he's has a better chance? Would have had a better chance of winning MIP over Bam? out of bio uh yeah i mean it's it's an interesting question because like what bam's doing is um ridiculous this year all bias aside i mean it got acknowledged that he's an all-star but mm-hmm. i do think it's brendan ingram's to lose i mean the leap he's made is spectacular especially Agreed. after like the blood clots and everything so if i had to choose it's between them three for the top three and um mip wasn't before the season ended wasn't bi averaging like in the mid-20s per game Points? Yeah, yeah. The last like thirteen games, he was averaging like twenty five a game, and then shamefully he got the blood clot in his leg, and he had to sit out. God. Well, uh, so many, so many things were happening this year for this uh, virus to kind of put a stop to. I mean, all of the storylines were leading up to this being one of the most exciting endings to a season we would have seen in a long time. Um, the unfortunateity of Kobe's death, and then uh, just everyone honoring him in so many different ways, and the Lakers being really good. So they, I was actually rooting for them to go honor Kobe and uh, to go chase a title, and not and unless obviously the Heat made it really far, then I would want the Heat to win. But yeah, it was just kind of unfortunate to see, um, you know, this uncontrollable virus that that is spreading so fast, so quickly to so many people even especially in the nba uh, had to put a stop to this season and seems like it's going to be canceled i don't know if you guys have heard anything of the contrary um i've heard that the 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 owners are telling players that they're still trying to complete the season but that's about it that's what i heard today other than that nothing new i'd be surprised you would i'd be surprised if they complete the season i mean well, I mean, what, I mean, guess this. What are they going to do? Start the playoffs immediately? Like, um, <laughs> yeah. Well, we, we've had shortened seasons before, Fred. Uh, no, you're know, you're, a, yeah. you're a sports historian yourself, so you remember the '99 season and the Heat for sure. The uh, one of the Heat's first season with the big three, right? Was a kind of a shortened season as well, right? Second, yeah, season. yeah. Second, season. second season, 90, yeah. '99. Was started in maybe January. I remember I went to Game Five against the Knicks. It was tough. Oh, um, no. Wait, that was the was that the timeout the Allen game? Houston game? That was the Allen Houston game. Th- that was the Allen Houston timeout game going out of bounds. No, it was the Allen Houston hit the runner running layup and bounced around the rim and then went in at the buzzer uh, to beat us. Yeah, yeah, in game five, we were the then. we were the we were the one seed. They were the eight seed. Yeah, um, still the only eight seed to make it to the NBA finals. Yeah, 
they, they were they were they were much more talented eight seed than normal. Yeah, definitely. Um, prime Ewing, Prime Houston, um, Charlie Ward. Mm, Charlie yeah. Ward, yeah, the big fight was it, that was that was in ninety seven. He's your favorite because he's a seminal, right? Yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, interesting discussions to start the show. It's kind of a sad turn we took talking about the virus, but the good thing is that we are going to jump into trivia, which should lighten the mood for us tonight. Um, so, what I always do is I go over the rules. Um, the rules are rel- relatively simple. Excuse me. Uh, basically, what I will do is I will ask a question. It will have three answer choices to choose from. I will send those questions over so they could see it in front of them in private Skype message threads. And um, then after that, they'll submit their answer through Skype, and I will announce what the correct answer is and what each person put. And we'll keep score, uh, one point per question. Whoever has the most right out of the seven that I ask will be the champion. If there's a tie after seven questions, we will go to a tiebreaker, which will call for a number. Whoever gets closer, whether you go over or under, does not matter. We don't play prices right rules. Uh, then you will be the the next champion of Hef Trivia Pod. So, how do you guys feel about the rules? Let's get into it. Let's get straight. I love into it. Wonderful yeah. rules. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you, Fred. Yeah. So, Fred, let me just make sure I have a private message thread with you because it's been a while. And dress, we have one as well, just to keep that up there. So now you guys are both up the top of my list. You guys ready for it? Ready when you are, sir. Let's do it. Question one. What's the name of the rivalry between University of Oregon and Oregon State University? Is it A, the Battle for Oregon, B, the Civil War, or C, the Oregon Classic? And dropping that into each message thread uh, without the answer included in there so you can't see it. So I'll ask the question one more time. What's the name of the rivalry between University of Oregon and Oregon State University? A, Battle for Oregon, B, the Civil War, and C, the Oregon Classic. And the answer is B. You guys both put B. The Civil War. Nice. Starting off hot, boys. Congrats. Yeah. yeah. You were quick yeah. Fred. Oh, yeah. I mean, yeah, I knew that one. Rivalry games are my, or is one of my expert categories. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Follow, quick follow-up. Do you guys know the... The reasoning behind the name of the rivalry? I do not. No, no. Because so, it's like because it's too, too. It's like the Civil War. Like you know, the Civil War was in between uh, areas and territories in the um, United, States. United States. It's within the area within Oregon, so it's a very Civil War. Not quite. <laughs> I mean, that was a uh, <laughs> great effort, a for effort, but. Uh, actually, so they're the only two animal mascots that are non-predatory, at least the out of the popular ones. So, you know, like the tigers and everything like the, the ducks and the beavers are two really like 
non-predatory animals. So they decided as kind of like a kind of like a joke. It's kind of like a a facetious way to name the rivalry to give it like a very aggressive name, the Civil War, even though the the beavers and ducks are really non-predatory, very relaxing animals. Hey, you learn something new every day. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Very civil. That's yeah. funny. That's actually funny. <laughs> yeah, I I saw that um, playing NCAA video game a long time ago. So. Oh man, gotta bring the loading back. screen. Remember the loading screens? Oh man. <laughs> no, nobody remembers. Okay, so congrats, you guys are both du- uh, out of question one with a point. So we'll jump into question two. What team? were the Chicago Bulls facing when Michael Jordan had his iconic flu game? Everyone's talking about the flu game because of the virus is going around. What team were the Chicago Bulls facing when Michael Jordan had his iconic flu game? A, the Utah Jazz, B, the Detroit Pistons, or C, the Los Angeles Lakers? <laughs> Drop it. I got to get back on my, I got to get back on my Skype. Oh, here it is. Okay. <laughs> this guy's sleepwalking through this easy these easy questions. Well, I mean, it's a super easy question. I mean, like, I uh, probably the easiest question you've had on here. Wow, thank you. Um, wow. <laughs> I, I don't know how to take that. I'll, I'll take it as a as a diss. <laughs> I'll, t- I'll take I'll take it as a diss. Uh, so the the correct answer is A, as it easily was mentioned by Fred. You guys both put A, the Utah Jazz. So we're out of question two with a tie, two to two. I think the funniest thing is that they played them in the finals um, that year, and then the next year they played them again in the finals. So just a fun fact. Yeah, um, the Jazz couldn't couldn't get that ring that they chased. Carmelo uh, and John Stockton, probably the best, one of the best duos, if not the best duo in sports history, to never win a title. I can't think. Of, I'm trying to. I can't think of another duo that didn't end up winning a title that was as good as them. Mm-hmm. Can anyone beat that? Uh, off the top of my head, probably not. All right. Well, so question two. It's two to two. We're flying through here. Have trivia pod episode six. Uh, so we'll just jump into question three. Oh, Maybe a good shout! I think um, Shaq and Penny. I think oh, Shaq and Penny is a good shout. Yeah, but point. they didn't play. But they they were they weren't there for too long. That's like just talking Malone their whole career. Yeah, yeah. Shaq and Penny was. Yeah, Shaq and Penny for like four years. Until huh? until Shaq ended, ended his rookie deal and then went to L.A. Yeah, yeah. I, I'm thinking like sports history, best duos. I mean, what baseball, like uh, Trout and Pujols, but Pujols is so over the hill. Just yeah, Trout blank because Trout's Angels so made good. A mistake. Angels made a huge mistake. You know, you we were supposed to get Pujols. History. Yeah, we were. I don't think you can use like revisionist history with baseball contracts, but it's just crazy looking back at it. Yeah, they gave him a massive deal. He was good for the first few years, but then yeah, he fell off. Yeah, we were he used us, so Pujols used the Marlins as leverage to go get more money from the Angels. Um, they like outbid us, and Samson talked about it recently how we really wanted Pujols, and he thinks that would have changed the the dynamic and the future of the organization like totally. Yeah. 
Yeah, we were about soon. to offer him that same huge deal. I wouldn't have done shit. <laughs> it's bullshit. <laughs> yes, absolutely. It would be gone. It would be, we wouldn't even have Pujols anymore. He'd be gone. He'd be sold we off. Yeah. Yeah. For nothing. Another salary dump trade. Yeah. <laughs> well, we're two questions in. It's two to two. Uh, well, we'll see if question three is more difficult. Maybe Fred will wake up and actually have to think for once tonight. Um, which of these three NFL head coaches was never the head coach of the Kansas City Chiefs? They've had 13 coaches in their history. Which of these three never coached the Chiefs? Was it A, Dick Vermeil, B, Mike Martz, or C, Herm Edwards? And I'm dropping that in. I'll read it one more time. Which of these three coaches never coached Chiefs? Dick Vermeil, Mike Martz, or Herm Edwards? Wait, wait, no, dress. Fred is this. <laughs> Fred, Fred is in with his with his answer. I just gotta make sure Dress gets his answer in so I know for sure he's not looking it up. Even though I trust I, him and he's one of my close allies on these Twitter streets. I learned this I learned this recently because um one of my friends was talking about like um Andy Reid and how good he was, and then he was talking about like all the coaches. And it, I learned about it like a week ago, and it's the only reason why I remember. Wow. He was going he was going through the list. He probably he probably saw your questions, you know? <laughs> He's not I made this tonight, so it's not possible. So um you guys both put Mike Martz, which is B, and the correct answer is B, Mike Martz. So you guys are perfect so far. And but I like Andy that. Andy Reid was crazy, man. I'm I'm happy he got a ring. Yeah. Honestly, yeah, <laughs> after everything that guy's been through. His son offed himself and Went to a team where their one of their former players did a murder suicide in the parking lot. Uh, um, it's just crazy. Yeah, life is crazy. So definitely was awesome seeing Andy Reid win his first Super Bowl. Uh, Especially when you see like all the stats from ESPN, like all the jinxes from like six hundred different accounts. Andy Reid is the NFL head coach leader in playoff wins without a Super Bowl title. You were mm-hmm. just like it's gonna, it's bound to happen soon, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was one of those. He was probably the best coach in NFL history to not win a ring up until he got the ring. I mean, the whole McNabb thing to me, without without Reed, McNabb was kind of in no man's land. Like he he kind of needed Andy Reid to to thrive. Um, the Andy Reid system just helped McNabb's game so much, and now they're talking about McNabb being a Hall of Famer. Well, maybe, but you you put him on a different team during his prime, I don't know if he would have had the success he had. I agree. I think uh, it's the same thing that like with revisionist history. You know, I feel like mm-hmm. I feel like, for example, if Tom Brady does bad this year, they're gonna say, "Oh, he needed the system." But they're not going to say he's 43 years old. Right. He's way older than when McNabb went to, to the Redskins. I don't know how old McNabb was, but Brady's one of the oldest quarterbacks. Got to be one of the oldest quarterbacks to ever play. Yeah. Him and, him and Breeze, I think, are the, two oldest. are the two two oldest right now. I believe that. I think Breeze is, what, 39 or 40 now? I think he hit Yeah. 20. Yeah, that's crazy. They, they both look like they can still play a couple more years. Especially Breeze. So, 
We're three questions in. Perfect three for three for both my contestants. I had a feeling Dress would be a great competitor to come on. I I love Austin at Chef Trilly, and I love Luke, but I don't know if they would have got question three right. So, um, shout out to you, Dress. <laughs> Not throwing shade, just spitting facts. <laughs> so. We're three questions in. We'll jump into question four. Question four. Which one of these players did not play in the McDonald's All-American all basketball game while in high school? Ooh, that's a Which good one. Which of these players did not play in the McDonald's game? Was it A, Trevor Ariza, B, Derek Favors, or C, Amir Johnson? And dropping that question into each individual yeah. message thread so you can see it in front of you on your screen. I'll ask one that's more time. Which one of these players did not no banter? Try to keep the banter till after the question uh, is is said the answer to. So, which one of these players did not play in the McDonald's game while they were in high school? A. Trevor Ariza. B. Derek Favors. Or C. Amir Johnson. And waiting on both my challengers to well champion slash challenger to put their answer down on Skype. Uh, so it's a McDonald's game. Everyone knows this game. One of the most popular showcase games for high school sports. Uh, it's been around for a very long time now. Uh, they just showcased the best, I think, 12 players total or 15 players total. Or no, 30 players, I should say. 24 players total around the country, representing all different areas of the country. And now that I'm done filibustering, both both my competitors have answers. Uh, Dress put B, Derek Favors. Uh, Fred put C, Amir Johnson. And the correct answer is A, Trevor uh, really the best player there uh, yeah I knew Derek favors was, Derek favors was like number one in the country so he I knew he played I knew it was between Johnson and Ariza. Um, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, there's a, actually a really clutch article for me that I was actually able to uh, kind of cite and reference while making this question made my job easy fun fact Kawhi Leonard didn't make it but that's I guess that's not really surprising knowing that he kind of went later in the draft, and he was kind of yeah, over like coming out. Yeah, he was like the world pick. Yeah, he wasn't. He he wasn't a top, and he wasn't a top one hundred. I don't even know if he was a top one hundred recruit. He played at Riverside High School. Played Martin Luther King High School in Riverside. He he didn't. He, I don't think he was recruited to every major school. He went to San Diego State, which doesn't really get the blue chip recruits. So, mm-hmm. so I don't think he was a McDonald's guy, uh, Kawhi. Yeah, he was a late bloomer. Um, he was a part-time starter as a high school sophomore. He kept working on his game. Yeah, uh, he was overshadowed. Uh, Renardo Sydney, um, but yeah, he he, he, he had, played with uh, one of those guys. One of these, what player did he play with in high school? Kawhi was one of these guys. Uh, the guy who played for the Bucks or something. I forgot which player that was. He played with him um, in high school. Tony Snell, uh, a role. There you go. A Tony he's, Snell, yeah, role yeah. player. Yep, that was it. Now he's a role player, yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's it's just funny <laughs> to think that all of these players that we look at as just playing a role, maybe 15 minutes a game, were like super studs, jocks. Like they ran their whole area where they grew up when they were kids. Like it's mm-hmm. it's pretty crazy to think. Like Luke, ba- like fun fact: Luke Babbitt played in the McDonald's game. Luke Babbitt, you think of Luke Babbitt as a Heat fan, you think, okay, he stood in the corner, shot some threes. He, he was amazing. Heat legend. Let me tell you, Heat legend. 
<laughs> Luke Babbitt was a great college basketball player. I mean, um, yeah, I mean, he was a hometown kid. He, he, he would normally, he was probably recruited by everybody, but he, he's from Reno. So he yeah. went to University of Nevada. But he was a he was a tremendous college basketball player. Luke Babbitt is leaving Fred speechless right now. No, I remember when he played in college basketball. Yeah, UNR. They used, to, they, used to, they used to have this guy at UNR too. I mean, he was a great player for UNR, Luke Babbitt. But um, they used to also have a guy by the name of Nick Fizikas, who was mm. really good. It was really really good for Nevada. Um, yeah. Yeah. And, um... Yeah, they retired his number. I think a couple of years ago, not but, uh, that in twenty nineteen. But Babbitt was one of the. He was one of the best players in college basketball. I mean, at least he at the time, even though he played in whack. Um, but uh, he he was I mean, he must have averaged at least twenty points a game. Isn't Gonzaga out of the whack? No, Gonzaga's in the WCC, which is West Coast like, Conference. Yeah. West Coast Conference. So mm. interesting. Well, um, glad I was able to stump you both. You guys were riding hot streaks, so now your hot streaks are officially uh, just zero, completely back to a zero. So it's three to three after four questions. We'll jump into question five. Seven players have scored eleven or more goals in FIFA World Cup history. Which of these Ooh. three are not one of those seven players? Is it A? Ronaldo from Brazil, B Pele or C David Villa. And so oh, I'll ask the question. So, uh, so <laughs> someone's laughing. Sounds like dress. <laughs> um, I'll ask the question one more time. I'm dropping it into individual message threads. So seven seven soccer players have scored eleven or more goals in FIFA World Cup history. So total career goals in World Cups. Which of these three is not one of those seven to score eleven or more? A, Ronaldo from Brazil, B, Pele, or C, David Villa. And looks like Dress is in. Uh, still waiting on Fred. It's just like a trick. So Dress is in with his answer. That's why he laughed. Maybe he just, I know Dress likes soccer. Um, so uh, you guys are both in now. Uh, so the choices were... Ronaldo, not, not Cristiano. Or not, uh, people call him Fat Ronaldo because he's fat now. Wow. Um, <laughs> Ronaldo from Brazil. B, Pele, or C, David Villa. Uh, you guys both put David Villa, and the correct answer is David Villa. Uh, I thought it was a trick. You thought it was I knew uh, Ronaldo. Ronaldo. Ronaldo was a scoring machine. In Ronaldo had the most. Um, 2006. But... Yeah. Uh, Pele, I just assumed was there, but uh, I, just, I mean, David Villa definitely ha- probably has eleven between Euros and World Cups. Uh, well, yeah, it's only yeah. World Cup. Yeah, yeah I so I figured. Yeah, so um, Pele scored, I think, eight at the nineteen fifty eight World Cup, or Jeez. and he was um, the Player of the Year. He was seventeen years old. Um, he told his dad that because. Um, Brazil lost in 1950 when they were the host. And uh, the name of Brazil's arena is Maracanã. So in Spanish, they called it Maracanazo. So Uruguay beat Brazil 2-1. And Pele told his dad that he was going to win it. 
Moving on to Ronaldo, he was the leading um, goal scorer. He had 15 for the longest until 2014 when um, Germany played Brazil and Germany beat them 7-1. And Klose, Miroslav Klose, he scored two goals. And now Very close, he scored so many, so many goals. Yeah. Yeah. That, was, that slaughter. Close, I remember where um, I was when I watched that game. Like, yep, that, that was iconic. 7-1. to one. Wow. Via won the Golden Boot in 2010 when he scored five goals. Via is a lot, I'm sure. I think he has nine or ten. Nine, yeah, nine. He's in a class with a lot of people with nine. Oh, not a lot of people. It's a pretty short list. Fourteen people had nine goals uh, total. Uh, a lot of old players. The most recent, obviously, being David Villa. Christian Vien had... Uh, nine goals between two different World Cups, which is pretty cool. Just um, averaging oh, yeah. goal and per game. And then the most World Cup goals in one edition was this Frenchman called Joss Fontaine in 1958. Um, he scored 13. And like, yep. till the day, uh, that's still sheesh. the most. Yeah. He, 13 wow. goals in one Six World matches. And, it, and they didn't win the World Cup, which is crazy. Oh, that was the year Pele won. Yep, that, that was the first year. Yeah, that was. Brazil. And then they won, That's... and then they won back to back in '62, and then England won in '66. Yeah, um, the best the United States has finished was semis, I think, in the '30s, like 1936. Yeah, 1934, they finished 1930. in third. That's the year. Um, no, wait, 1930. Sorry, the first edition of the World Cup, they finished in third. Uruguay won that, and then '34 and '38 were Italy, and then World War II happened, and then yeah, from there on. Yeah, that's we went down a sad route. Did not intend for that. Um, yeah, in this in this century, the most was um, twenty o two. They made the the quarterfinals after they beat um, Mexico two to one, I believe, in the round of sixteen. And that was a big deal because a lot of people thought that um, Mexico was better. And two um, uh, zero, they I think they won that game two zero. I remember watching it, it was three. Dos Acero, yeah, that's like a yeah, famous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it was three a.m. I was twenty-one. <laughs> Landon Donovan hit the. Uh, someone hit a great cross. Landon Donovan, he headed in, and that was the second goal. I think Clint Mathis may have scored the first goal. Damn, I'm not sure. It's crazy. <laughs> crazy time. Um, hopefully, we make it back. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't trust U.S. Soccer Federation with to do anything oh, well. Yeah. So. Absolutely. All right. Let's go fifth. Yeah, no no more sadness. So we're on question six. Uh, Sorry, I love soccer so much. So we're done. We're done with five (laughs) questions. (laughs) I love soccer. So uh, let's see. It's four to four. Oh, no. Yeah, it's four to four. Yeah, yeah. It's four to four. Yeah, you guys only got one wrong so far. It's four to four. Tie game after five questions. We'll jump into question six. So this is kind of an interesting stat. The Mets were the first team in modern MLB history. Modern era started in 1901. The Mets were the first team in modern era history to not have a single player hit for 100 or more base hits in a single season. Which decade did that occur in? Was it A, the 1950s, B, the 1960s, or C, the 1970s? And drop dropping that question in to each individual message thread, and gonna ask the question again. Once I do that, uh, kind of a long question, a lot to unpack. 
Uh, so I'll make sure I say it one more time. The Mets were the first team in modern history, modern MLB history, to not have a single player on the roster hit for at least 100 or more base, well, same thing, to at least 100 base hits in a single season. Which decade did that occur in? Was it the 50s, the 60s, or the 70s? Uh, the reason why I wanted to ask a Mets question was because uh, HQ is making a comeback, and uh, Scott Rogowski is one of my favorite hosts of anything, and he hosted HQ for a while, and he is a diehard Mets fan. So, Scott, if you're listening, which you're not, um, this question is for you. So, you guys both are in with the 1950s. The correct answer is C, the 1970s. Oh, wow. that's crazy! That was that was a good question, Stan. I I, I yeah. my cat here. Yeah. I just completely I just completely guessed. So yeah, yeah. It, it was a complete guess. It should have. Uh, so it was nineteen seventy-two. Question yeah. seven. Let's go. Yeah, let's, let's get it. to it. So that was nineteen seventy-two. So so it's still a tie game. We might need the tiebreaker. Uh, we're done with question six. It's still four to four. We'll jump into question seven then. Uh, question seven: What was the what is the name game where it's mostly two v two with other variances, but a vast vast majority of the time it's two v two, and the rules are basically a combination of volleyball and four square, where there are no boundaries after the first serve. Uh, so I'll say the question one more time: What was the name of the game where it's mostly two v two, where the rules are a combo of volleyball and four square? And there is no where there is no boundaries after the serve, and uh, the choices are A pickleball, B round net, or C bocce ball. And fuck, I don't, I don't know, I have any idea what the hell you're talking about. <laughs> well, since we don't have sports, uh, I heard the Ocho, like ESPN was bringing back the Ocho or whatever with all these crazy games that they play. Um, I remember this game. Uh, just hearing about it and watching some videos. It's actually really fun to watch. Um, so the question is, it's, it's a game where it's 2v2. Uh, it's, it's a combo of four square and volleyball where there's no boundaries after the serve. Pickleball, round net, or bocce ball? That and sounds like, like the funniest answer, so I'm going to go with that one. So Dress is in with his choice, waiting on Fred. This is the for the kitten and caboodle. And so you guys are both in. Uh, you guys are both in with different answers. So dress is in with pickleball. Fred's in with bocce ball. And the correct answer is round net. What? <laughs> I thought it was <laughs> not round net. <laughs> so I, I eliminate. Uh, go, go ahead, fuck Fred. Round. Fuck round net. No, I mean, I, just, I, I, I thought it was 100% not round net. Yeah, me too. I never heard of round net. I guess I've heard possibly heard so uh it's a company called spike ball i think it's an llc um they went on shark tank a few years ago and i think someone invested like 500k so they brought the sport back it used it's known as round net but they tried it the company's called spike ball but if you look on like basically they they can't name the game spike ball so it's just the name of the company but yeah they go around the circle usually played at a beach um it's like this ball that bounces off a net use your hand and it's like volleyball where you get three touches before you have you get to hit it on this little round net in the middle um or you can hit it right away it's similar to volleyball but it's similar to four square because you're kind of all around this net that's in the middle 
kind of like a four square y'all looking at each other similar that's how round that is um very weird game but there's some cool stuff i would check it out on youtube so all right let's get to the tiebreaker. so we're in the tiebreaker it's tied uh, we've done this before everyone knows what the tiebreaker is it's a number so we'll just go ahead with it um the question is how many stocks steals plus blocks did Dwayne Wade finish his career with? So total steals plus blocks in Dwayne Wade's career. And type it. Don't say it. Please type it on Skype. Remember, if you get whoever gets closer mathematically will be the Hef Trivia Pod champion of episode six. Let me use it. I don't think I only a stats guy. The stats guy. Yeah, that's <laughs> terrible. <laughs> so unfair. Wait, don't put the answer in the group chat. Put it in the... Oh, um, oops. No, that's cool. Fred, yeah, just... I um, didn't see it. Yeah, he didn't see it. He's already typing in his answer anyway. I'm, I'm in the chat. I'm in your Yeah, chat. I can see that. I, I can see, see for anyone listening. Um, Fred is actively typing in the individual message thread. Dress had a little slip-up, but we're not, we're not taking that into account because he can't see it. So, Dress is in with his answer. We're waiting for Fred. And so Fred's in with 1,600, dresses in with 2,400, and the episode six Hef Trivia Pod champion is Dress. I mean, that, he got it. How do you put a tiebreaker <laughs> with the stats guy with the heat stats? Yeah, <laughs> honestly, honestly, wasn't thinking that deep into it now that i, I look mean, back his hand in the tiebreaker his hand in the tiebreaker. <laughs> this guy just the, uh, daily basis he does stats and then you're gonna <laughs> give me the stats it's okay it's okay let other people do the game uh well, what was the answer what was the answer 2505 uh, i thought it was 2500 uh, or 2400 i know i know it because i did his stats when they retired his jersey like last month <laughs> yeah, the guy, the guy did the stats. There's no other person you're ever gonna have in the pod who would even who have done Dwayne Wade's stats. Honestly, I, I just wanted to. I don't know. I, I wanted a, a cool number and wasn't even. Okay, I should have got. To... I should have got Trevor Reza. Yeah, so yeah. That was only myself. That was during your era, Fred. Uh, not to call you old, but. Um, when wow, those... no, yeah, I just wow. didn't. I didn't like the McDonald's roster, it's just not really right. Um, Amir Johnson, I should have known he went straight to he went straight to the NBA. I should have yep. known that he was a McDonald's guy. Um, he was part of that crazy, he was part of that crazy group of players who they pretty much that's why they decided to create the one and done rule. Yeah, I, I knew Derek Favors was he was a top five recruit, so um, yeah, all right. What else did you get wrong? Let's see, you got the. I'm well, so kind of surprised you don't know round net. Mets one. Mm. I'm, I'm, I'm blaming myself for stupid ass round net. Never heard of that. <laughs> uh, You're going to watch ball. a spike ball video later tonight and, and be like, wow, I'm so glad uh, Austin showed me that. I'm going to look it up. Yeah. I, I thought it was for sure bocce ball. You should, your kids, I'm telling you, your kids are going to watch a, a few videos of spike ball, at, aka round net, and they're going to they're gonna ask you, hey, dad, can we please get. Uh, a, a spike ball net, please, for the backyard. Um, yeah, probably not. Like my son hates sports; he likes Star Wars and shit. So, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Well, uh, 
this was a fun, a fun episode. Hopefully, people listening can get their mind off of what's the craziness going on outside of their home because they should be staying home right now if they're not working as an essential employee. Um, but yeah, tonight was fun. Uh, thank you guys for joining me. Thank you uh, for having me. Yeah, Fred, maybe you'll come back on one day down the road uh, to come back to reclaim your title. Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, I decided to study. I'll use this time to study. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. All right. Congratulations, dress. Thank you, sir. Very fair, fair and square. Fair and square. Yeah. <laughs> so, dress will be in close discussion, uh, but we're going to sign off on here. Any parting shots from either of you to each other? Any? No, no, no. I'm. I thought it was fair game. Fair game. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Don't poke the freezing cold takes bear. Uh, he might go yeah. back and, 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 <laughs> and bring back something you don't want in the public. So, well, uh, thanks guys for coming on. And uh, until next time.